Warning, this podcast may contain elements that are not suitable for some audiences. Parental discretion is advised. What is going on, people? Welcome to the Sit and Run Podcast with your host, Michael Caceres. Great episode for you today, man. We got Brett as is Miller today on the show. Hilarious stand-up comedian. He and I host a show together at the Mission Tobacco Lounge in downtown Riverside. That show goes on every last Sunday of the month. So for the month of February, it's going to be on February 26th at 8 p.m. And that show is free. So come check out me and my man, Brett, do the Funny Factory show uh, with some other f- fellow comedians that we love and are hilarious. And let me give you guys a little bit of bit of the background for this episode. I used my Zoom recorder and I was talking to Brett on the phone and I wanted to see how the audio would sound with, with uh, talking on the phone with someone. So this audio did come out a little rough, but I'm doing a little bit more research, you know, um, thinking about getting a sound mixer so that the so that the audio sounds a little bit better when I'm talking to someone on the phone. So I wasn't really supposed to post this, but um, it was just supposed to be some practice audio for me to just mess around on the computer. But he and I actually had a pretty dope conversation about the process of doing stand-up comedy. So hope you guys enjoy it. Brett as is, he's, you know, he's a great, great friend of mine. Um, it, you know, definitely someone that I look up to in this business. He's always helped me out. He's always being a good guy and he's definitely going to be back on the show so we can talk, uh, face to face and just continue, uh, having cool conversations. So please, ladies and gentlemen, excuse the rough audio, but it was a great conversation and I'm going to stop talking now. Please give it up for Mr. Brett as is. On the road with, um, a hip hop tour, you're the only comic. So you got to figure out how to relate to all these people that are here to listen to music. Oh, oh yeah, man. I, it's, it's definitely one, one of those things where you can't just focus on doing stand up comedy. Like you have to act, you have to rap, you have to write, you have to podcast. You know what I mean? Like you have to be opened yeah. up to absolutely everything in this business because dude, you, you never know who you're talking to. Exactly. Exactly, man. And that's one thing with that MTL show that's helped me because it is a, a rough kind of room. Yeah. It, it helped, it helped build me and build my comedy and my, uh, yeah, dude, I, um, dude, I, that last show we did and which, and which by the way, all the comics that, uh, that came to the MTL uh, in January all, all did a great job. But, dude, I, I, dude, I bombed <laughs> so bad. Really? Yeah, dude, I went in there and I did new stuff. Dude, I, w- I, was on, I did uh, new drunk impressions of my father, and I thought I, thought, I, thought I was going to be good. I thought it was like kind of ready to go. I was like, oh, well, I guess everyone had a, had a pretty good father in here. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like it's kind of like when you do when you do your joke ab- about your kids about dude your f- dude my favorite joke you do is when when yeah you know these kids they just bother me with stupid shit like I'm hungry <laughs> dude my, that's my favorite bit of all time but the, the it's even funnier to me when people don't laugh at that because it's like all right so Brett's the only shitty dad in here you fucks. <laughs> Man, I really love your stuff, dude. He's like, man, I think you're funny as fuck. He's like, I don't take care of my kids either. Like, what the fuck? That's 
<laughs> yeah, I know. Like, I, I don't know, man. Comedy, it's just, it's a, it's a weird thing, man. Like, like we can't be those guys where, where we say every single time, all right, like, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Like, there's truth to it a little bit, but we, like, exaggerate it to the fullest, you know? Yeah, and that's yeah. the and that's the whole point of the uh, of the joke. So honestly, dude, my dad, the the greatest man in the world, he still supports me in this shit rag of a business that me and you were trying to get into. But it's like, yeah. But but he, you know, he everyone does stupid shit. I do stupid shit. My dad does stupid shit, and that's where the comedy comes from, you know. Yeah. But but yeah. It, but I'm telling you, dude, that room. I mean, they, they judge everything that you do, man. Like I was, I did this bit. Um, you know, on, you know, just, it was something simple. It was like shitty customer service. And I'm like, all right. So everyone goes into a target here and has good service. All right. That's fine. <laughs> like, yeah, you know, and, and it's, it's those kind of jokes that, you know, there's something there, but you're not going to figure it out until you tell it a couple times and it's not going to do well. And then you're like, okay, I know how to say it this time and it's going to do well, you know, cause I'm telling you, man, there's been. A handful of my jokes that, um, no matter how much new material is in my set, there's still like two to five jokes that you gotta do, you know, because those are your your foundations of your set. That's who. That's kind of those jokes that get the audience to relate to you. Exactly. Right? Yeah. But no matter how many times I use some of these jokes, they didn't start off great. Yeah. You know, they, I, I there's plenty of times where I told a joke and it, you know the crowd looked at me like, what the fuck was that? But now joke I have. Yeah, you know, exactly. Jokes, man. So it's some of them, if you really believe in it and don't give up on it, you can figure out a way to make something, anything funny. Yeah. And, and dude, I, I have a, I have a, a question for you, dude. Like, you know how, um, cause obviously you write your stuff, right? And whether it's on paper or whether it's typing it out or whether you put it in your phone, how, how much? When like um like w like you write your stuff out whether it's on paper whether you're typing it out whether you just put it in your phone how do you use every single thing that you write down or do do you kind of like look over back in and like like what the fuck was I thinking when I <laughs> when I wrote that down? Oh man, this is like there's probably uh, half of the stuff that I use is a whole another half that I don't. Yeah. A lot of stuff I write down. Um, like when I go to sleep for some reason, right before I get moment of clarity mm -hmm. i get this moment of stupidity yeah and, and 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 that's all right before i go to bed and so right in that moment between the stupidity and the clarity i did this fucking phenomenal joke yeah never and i have to wake up and write it down and there's plenty of times though that i've woken up and i've jotted down some sentences real quick in my phone and i wake up the next day and i'm just like what the fuck was that you should be ashamed of yourself <laughs> You should not be doing this anymore. <laughs> yeah. Like, the fact that you even giggled about that last night and then fell asleep, you should just go kill yourself. Yeah, dude, it's it's terrible, man. Like, like you see me, dude. I come in, and I, I, I got to carry around my notebook, man. I'm just, I, I have to because you never know when something stupid or something hilarious is about to happen. So I'm definitely that guy that carries around his notebook anywhere. But if you looked in at that notebook, Brett... I'm not kidding. I want to say like maybe 60% of it I haven't even said yet because exactly. I cause I go back and read it and I'm like, dude, why why did I waste five pages <laughs> on this long ass story that's not even funny? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and, I, and, and dude, it happens all the time. Like, you 
yeah. Yeah. Um, but when, when, when you're doing something and you're like going to a show, you're like, okay, I have all these new jokes I want to try. Well, you get so nervous and caught up with the fact that, you know, you have these new jokes that you kind of sometimes even stumble on. Oh, yeah. And what I try to do is when I'm working on new stuff, I'll go, okay, what new joke do I have? What, what old joke does it relate to? Yeah. Yeah, you know what, man? That that's that is so funny because, uh, uh, like what um, like like just just this past uh, just just this past month when I when I did uh, when I did the Ice House, like those those one liners, dude, dude, that was like the best I've I've ever done. On all, yeah, dude, the the la- the show I just did at the Ice House, that one liner story, that was like the best I ever said that story. Oh man, I that that means that means so much to me, dude. Because I, dude, I was on one that night, man. I was like, damn, <laughs> I was on one. I was, yeah, dude, I was on one that night, dude. And um, and when I walked off that stage, like I felt good, but I was like, dude, like like I don't know, man. Like I felt good, but I didn't. It was one of those things where like like fuck, man, like. Like, did I say that joke fine? Did it? Did I say it good or whatever? But after a couple of days of you know just getting over my little my little bitch hormones, um, I was kind of like, eh, you know, I kind of I kind of said those stories like uh, like the way I wanted to, so it wasn't too bad. Yeah, yeah, for real. And, and you know what, too, I was gonna say like, because see, I recognize the character that you were trying to go with that night. You were trying to do like that angry rant kind of guy. Yes. And and I know at first up but by the end of your set it all made sense and people were actually laughing at some of the first stuff you said that they at first maybe weren't they didn't pick up yeah now they, now they were like oh this, he's, he's like mad you you doing this character okay okay well that first joke was funny oh, yeah Oh, dude, it, it, that that makes me feel so good because, dude, I I expressed myself like I didn't hold any of my emotion in. I went in, I knew I was pissed that night, and I just went in there and I did the jokes that way. And um, yeah. it was, dude, it was it was an interesting set. So I I wonder, I wonder how the the next Ice House one is going to be. So. It should be good, I would think. Yeah, it, it, I'll. 
I'll be all right. I mean, I think that um, that now that I kind of have a uh, I have a um, an idea of like the you know because honestly, dude, like it it really it takes a year for you to get to not even be not even not even worry about being good. It's about telling stories, you know. And just being confident up there that if it's not going that well, you still convey the message you want, and you get some laughs, and you don't bomb. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. Um, oh man, I I love doing this. Like, like that's why, like that's why I was hitting you up, dude. Like, I I gotta go on tour with you, man. I gotta go, go perform at other places. And I was, um, dude. You know what? I was thinking the the other day, like, you know, like a lot of the regulars at the comedy store, like like Bob, like Bobby Lee, and you know, Mo Mandel and, you know, Chris D'Elia, Joe Rogan, all of those regulars that perform at the comedy store, like, every day. Like, I was I was looking up, like, a few of the other regulars that were there, and yeah, dude, they don't have, like, Netflix specials, like that fucking lineup I just told you, but, dude, those are good comics. Like, they get paid yeah. to, to do it. And, yeah. I, and, and I was just kind of thinking... Yeah, and and I was thinking, I was like, I was like, man, dude, like, yeah, it would be awesome to have my own HBO special. It would be awesome to have my own Netflix special. But if someone's gonna pay me to be to perform Monday through Friday at the comedy store, and I'll be able to pay my bills, dude, I'm fine with that. Is that weird or is it? No, it's not at all. Yeah, dude, because I was I was like, dude, like those are just those are just dudes that just go up there, do their 15 minutes, and that's it, you know, like. Like, yeah. like you're you're gonna pay me to to do the comedy store every single day, and you're gonna pay me to do the ice house once or twice a month, and and that and, and that's it, dude. I'm fine with that. I don't need like I would love a Netflix special, but I don't need it if that if I'm getting paid the way I want to get paid. You know what I mean? So yeah, no, that's very true. Yeah, dude. Like I like you know like and it definitely sounds sounds off like me like already um, wanting to like you know sell out in this business, but. Like, dude, it's hard enough, you know, and and it's hard enough. And I think that just striving to do um, like like, dude, yeah, shoot for the Netflix special. But, you know, let's be real. Why don't you shoot for trying to get the comedy store a couple of times a week, you know, and then shoot for being a paid regular and then shoot for traveling, you know, traveling the country doing stand up and then shoot for your special. You know what I mean? So it's just. I'm really glad that that I, you know, th- that I'm doing this because I I fucking love doing it. Yeah. Oh yeah, man. This is like a drug. Yeah, you know dude. I mean? Yeah, man. It's weird. It's, it's, it's a drug that that you can't buy, and mm-hmm. if you had to pay for it, you would because we do pay for it. Mm-hmm. And it's but if you can't bottle it up, you can't sell it. It's just crazy. The adrenaline is pure. It's 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 insane. Yeah. Oh man. And meanwhile, I've been the whole time I've been on the phone with you. I've been walking dogs, making money. Oh. <laughs> yeah, dude. Exactly. I'm gonna be. Um, yeah, dude. Next week, I'm gonna be grinding like crazy, just getting a bunch of hours at work because I start school back up again at the end of February. So. 
So yeah, I'm, yeah, dude, I'm gonna be doing my thing. Well, hey man, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna take off. So I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna go through this audio and see how it sounds. And uh, and who knows? Like I'll, I'm gonna fuck around with uh, with editing it and just seeing just seeing what I can what I can do with it. But we got we got to okay. get together and uh, and podcast face to face. Yes. And uh, yeah, sure. and and dude, you said that that you're leaving you're leaving on the fifteenth, and then you'll be back um, the day of the MTL. Oh, oh, oh! You're you're probably gonna miss it. Um, yeah, because um, you said you were gonna I, be in Yucca Valley. I'm gonna be in Yucca Valley that day at a club doing a show for the tour. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, dude. It's, so fr- it's like Friday. I'm in Phoenix. Saturday's Riverside. Sunday's Yucca Valley. Monday is North Hollywood. Tuesday is Sacramento. Oh, okay. And I have to get out to uh to your North Hollywood show because uh. Because uh, Mike's performing, and you're and you're performing too. Yeah, well, I'm I'm hosting everything. Oh hell yeah! So I'll be up there all night, running my mouth, talking shit, and talking about stories from the tour and everything. Because California is the last part of the tour. Oh okay, okay yeah, so. dude, fuck yeah. Well yeah, dude. Well, well I mean, go fucking go kick ass, and uh and I'll let you know, and I'll I'll talk to you. Uh, fuck dude, I'll I'll hit you up tomorrow. Okay. Sure, brother. Hit me up. All right, man. Later.